remember, even if you have young children, there is always an opportunity to make some space or to allow them to see you doing the things you need to do and make it a non-negotiable. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Hi guys, I am super excited in the Self Love Podcast quickie this week. I would really love to share with you some things that I do every single morning before 10 a.m. I have been told that many of you who listen to this podcast are very busy, you're very full on, life doesn't stop, how do you make self-care a priority? I've been there, done that, and I totally get it. So what I wanted to do was share with you 10 things that are really important to me to do most mornings. Now, I may not get all the things done on this list, but I thought if at least I shared with you what it is that I do, one, you might pick up something a little bit different, and two, hopefully more than you think, you might remember to just prioritize it back into your morning routine. Remember, even if you have young children, there is always an opportunity to make some space or to allow them to see you doing the things you need to do and make it a non-negotiable. I found many ways when I had really young children to either incorporate it into the day so that they could do some of the routines with me or I got up earlier. And I know that might seem like a ludicrous thing to do if you're exhausted already, but we do know, particularly busy mums, that the one time of the day that is yours is usually first thing in the morning before the family awakens. So I just thought I would share with you very quickly some things that I love to do in the morning as a part of my self-care and self-love rituals. And I sincerely hope that they support you, if not one or two of these things, then at least try something new as I mention it. So the first thing that I always try and do before 10 a.m. is at some point of the morning, I will find, number one, a chance to meditate. Now, meditations for some of you are going to go, oh, you're kidding me. How on earth am I going to find time? I remember reading a book by Thich Nhat Hanh about being in the happiness now, and he talked about the fact that actually mindfulness is meditation. So when my life was really full on and busy, or if I'm on the road and I just simply have so many demands on me, then I always make sure that my meditation could be spread out throughout the day. It really is an opportunity to just sit quietly for one minute just one minute might be all the time that you have where you take some very conscious deep breaths. And if you are trained in something like transcendental meditation, then obviously 20 minutes twice a day is perfect. Or you may have a mantra or you may have a word that you like to use over and over. But for those of you that don't know much about meditation, then just be aware that mindfulness is meditation. Being really present to the moment is meditation. Sometimes when I'm chopping up the vegetables for dinner and I look at that vegetable or the plant or the herb that I'm cutting and I think about where it was growing and who picked it or what if it was from my garden, how long it took to get to that stage or what it smells like. And you just honestly, when you are that committed to something, that is meditation. 
So please remember that there are so many beautiful positives to meditation. You know, just the stillness alone is so precious for those of us that are really busy. We know that meditation is great for you if you've got a busy mind. And just remember all of those busy thoughts, even while you're meditating going on, is a beautiful way for the mind to release. We know that meditation is fantastic for aging. It lowers blood pressure. We know that it can decrease tension and anxiety just by taking at least a few minutes a day to do it. Here's a great thing about meditation. We know that it elevates your mood by increasing serotonin, your feel-good hormones. You have better immune system when you meditate or practice mindfulness. Helps increase your creativity and energy. Develops intuition because you start to get back in touch with your thoughts and your feelings. Creates a more expanded consciousness. Balances a sharp mind. And the thing that I really love about the practice of meditation is your own personal transformation and a sense of inner harmony. So please don't underestimate the power of stillness, mindfulness, being present, or meditation. It is one of the most inexpensive, easiest things to do for yourself when you make it a priority. Just remember, meditation can set you up for an incredible day when you take the time and make it a priority. Number two, and in no particular order, I do all of these things. Number two, be grateful, thankful, and feel blessed. Now, even in your darkest days, moments, or hours, there is always something to be grateful for. I know it may not feel like that when you're in the throes of despair, but I can promise you the fact that you're still breathing is something to be grateful for. The fact that you have tears to cry is something to be grateful for. The fact that you feel pain as much as it's hard to say this, it is something to be grateful for. You can be as simple as, I'm grateful for the sun is shining. I'm grateful that my two legs walk me to the kitchen to get my cup of tea to go back to bed. I'm grateful that I have hot running water. There are so many beautiful things that you can be grateful for that I can assure you, If you cannot find a way to see any gratitude in any part of your day, then I really do say this with hand on heart, you're going to need some support. You need some help. You need some therapy. You need some skills and tools to learn that through all of anger, upset, despair, worry, and fear, there is always something to bring you back into the present moment to be grateful for. I know a beautiful practice that Cindy does every day is she writes down as she's having her coffee 10 things that she's grateful for every morning. And that is a beautiful thing to do. I remember listening to Oprah Winfrey say that, that she's been doing it since the 70s. And when she looks back on her journals and sees some of the things that she's written that she was grateful for, it is just a beautiful memoir and an acknowledgement of how far she's come and also a real appreciation for that moment when she wrote it. So don't underestimate the power of gratitude. We also know that gratitude and being in a mindset of gratitude not only creates a more positive attitude, but you do in fact stimulate the parasympathetic nervous system. You do create an ability for your body to slow, to steady, to center. And when we are in a place of gratitude, 
We know that it opens the door to more inspiring relationships. We know that it improves your physical and mental health. And you're more likely to care for yourself and others when you're grateful. Gratitude also reduces and eliminates negative and toxic emotions. How can you be cross, angry, gossiping when you sit in a place of gratitude? Just be mindful if your kids are driving you insane. There's a woman out there wishing to God she had your kids. If you are upset with your husband or he's home too much at the moment, be mindful there are women out there who have lost their husband. If you don't like your hair, be grateful that you have hair. If you don't like your body, be grateful that you have a body that allows you to work on yourself. There is always someone wishing that the thing that you would like to get rid of or change would be someone else's prayer being answered. Just be mindful of that. We know that being grateful also helps you sleep better. My husband and I have a little ritual every night before we go to bed. We say three things that we're grateful for. And even if he's traveling or overseas, we often will text each other those three things as a good night sleep typed kind of ritual and it's a really beautiful thing and also gives you insight into what they're doing for the day. I encourage you to encourage your children to do that as you kiss them goodnight, particularly when they're little. What is I've got friends, Megan and Paul, who have highlights and lowlights where they each go around and share the low light and if they are, they need help they ask for it or and they also share the highlights of their day or the moment or the talk or the movie or whatever it is that they've just experienced. There's always beautiful ways to create and foster a real sense of gratitude. And we know that when we do feel grateful, it actually increases your resilience because you know, as I just mentioned, there's always something or someone off worse than you. Let's look at the third thing I love to do. One of my favorite little rituals that I do for myself most mornings is oil pulling. Now, some of you may not even know what that is, but oil pulling is an Ayurvedic treatment and it's been around for generations. If you think about it, we never had toothbrushes and toothpastes till the last century. So how do people keep their breath and mouth and gums healthy? Well, particularly in the Eastern philosophies, they did a thing called oil pulling, which is simply taking a tablespoon of sesame oil or coconut oil. And I personally like to add a drop or two of spearmint or peppermint or tea tree or clove, something that's highly antiseptic and antibacterial. And then you place that in your mouth after you've washed your teeth and then you gargle and slush and push and squelch. Now here's the challenge. Ideally, it's a good thing to do for at least 10 minutes preferably 20. So I can highly recommend that this is a wonderful thing to do. Most of your family members might be quite happy to know that you're doing it (laughs) because you can't talk when you're oil pulling. But I love how fresh it makes my mouth feel. And we know that it helps to fight inflammation. There is such amazing proof that it whitens and brightens your teeth, helps prevent bad breath, Believe it or not, by oil pulling can help you to regulate your hormone balance. And it's a beautiful thing to do 
to uh, support, as I said, healthy gums, healthy teeth, but also a very healthy mouth environment. Try it. Now, if the coconut oil is solid, some people find that really hard to start with, but you do get addicted to this particular rich very quickly. So make sure that you brush your teeth first, then you oil pull with a tablespoon of sesame oil or coconut oil, one or two drops of your favorite chosen essential oil like peppermint, spearmint, tea tree, clove, and then gargle for 10 to 20 minutes to spit out your oil. I always recommend that you place it into a couple of tissues and then flush that down the toilet. Whatever you do, do not spit the coconut oil into your sink, particularly if it's cold or in winter months, because that coconut oil will solidify as it goes down the cold pipes and we do not need to clog our pipes. So be mindful of that. Number four, one of my favorite things to do of a morning is to either uh, put half a teaspoon to a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar, or you could squeeze half a lemon into a glass of water. Now, all the dentists listening will say, please drink that with a straw so that the acidity doesn't ruin the enamel on your teeth, particularly if you're going to do this regularly. But it is a beautiful treat to do for yourself every single morning before you have anything else in your tummy. We know that by having a lemon or apple cider vinegar in the morning helps to stimulate the liver, which is always a good thing to detoxify, helps to boost your immune system. We know that having lemon water in the morning is a great alkalizing, uh, beautiful ritual to do for your tummy, which then, of course, aids digestion, helps to cleanse your digestive system by having your lemon water in the morning clears the skin for those of us that have got maybe a bit of a lymphatic blockage either in our body or in our skin it really does help to cleanse that and clear it of course having your lemon and water in the morning is a great hydrator for the body it has been proven that it can help to lose weight and reduce inflammation and of course it's a beautiful uh, ritual to do first thing in the morning to activate your digestive juices and to get it ready for when you do break your fast. So a lemon or apple cider vinegar in the morning and some people like to even do the apple cider vinegar shots before every meal to help alkalize the stomach and prepare it for when we're eating. Don't underestimate that one. As an aromatherapist, I don't advocate adding a drop or two of lemon oil or grapefruit, any citrus oils into water. I personally think that knowing that oils and water are not soluble um, in that water, that means you're going to be taking down globules of, of oil, very concentrated oil into the gut. The gut is made up of trillions of bacteria and we know that essential oils are all antibacterial. There is not enough proof or science to say that it's good to do. So therefore, I would say err on the side of caution and use the real deal. Use the lemon itself and actually or grapefruit and squeeze that into your beautiful glass of water. The next thing I love to do of a morning before 10 a.m. is a wad, a workout of the day. Now, this could be from two minutes to 20 minutes. And if you listen to the second podcast, the self-love podcast, show number two, you will know I talk about the 45-minute endurance, the 20-minute intensity of the Fab Four and Five. So you have an opportunity there to do three different sets of exercise, but do something and do it with mindfulness. I love going off in the morning, um, particularly as my children got older or if Danny was home and could look after them going off and listening to my favorite podcasts was what I is what I like to do when I get out for a good fast power walk or a jog. Uh, 
And of course, as you're doing that workout of the day, whilst it might not feel great to start with if you haven't exercised for a while, just remember that to move your body, to be grateful that you have a body that can move. There are people lying in hospitals or sadly have been given long-term illness prognosis that would do anything to be able to move their body. The number six thing I love to do of a morning is body brush. So taking into the shower a body brush or a flannel or a loofah of some sort. And I like to add a couple of drops of my favorite blend. It might be our immune boost or it could be a beautiful uplifting combination. It might just be one favorite oil. It could be frankincense or maybe sandalwood or maybe you just feel like some lavender today couple of drops of oil onto that loofah or body brush and then hop into the shower. I quite like to then turn the shower off and whilst I'm standing there, I then do an all-over body loofah, so from my toes right up to my neck and quick, um, brisk movements and quite stimulating if you can because we really want to activate the circulatory and lymphatic systems and it's a beautiful way to exfoliate the skin makes you feel great your skin tingles when you do this of course turn the shower back on if you fancy and then when you hop out pat yourself dry and then you are ready to do the next thing that I love to do which is the body boost ritual Doing my body boost ritual every morning is something I've done every single day since I was 19 years of age. I'm now 52. So I can promise you I've never missed a day of body boosting. And that is simply taking a carrier oil or body lotion, adding two or three drops of your favorite essential oils or blend. I like to add five sprays of magnesium. And then from my toes to my head, I work all the way up. Uh, nourishing and moisturizing my body, giving myself an all-over hug. A body boost is one of the most beautiful ways to set an intention for the day, set yourself up for the day. It is an incredible way to give yourself an all-over nourishment. It's beautiful to choose oils according to how you want to feel for the day, helps you to set an intention, and it's a really beautiful self-love gift to yourself every morning and night if you fancy it. The next thing, number eight, Eat That Frog. I remember reading a book by Brian Tracy called Eat That Frog. And he wrote in there that Mark Twain said that if the first thing that you do each morning is to eat a a live frog, you can go through the day knowing the worst has been done. The rest of the day is a breeze. So if you've got a day that feels overwhelming and it's huge and you've got lots of tasks to get done, then what I love about this book is it says get those jobs done quickly first thing in the morning, get the things that you don't want to do, get them out of the way. And it is incredible how uplifted you feel, how empowered you feel. Your confidence can come back. And it's just one of those things that if we get it done and out of the way, it allows us to have the day show up in a different way, new way, and more opportunities could be presented to us. So don't forget that one. Number nine, keep it clean. One of the things that I love to do, uh, particularly um, is in, of, of a morning, is to actually clean as I go. So, so that I don't spend four hours on a Saturday doing housework, then maybe on my hair washing days is the day that I wash the shower. Uh, It might be that I wash the floors on a day that is a morning that I've got a a later start and I'll vacuum and wash the floors on those days. So I don't do all my jobs necessarily on one day. 
but I find it's really helpful to do my jobs each day so that I don't have a massive washing pile or I don't have heaps of cleaning to do or, you know, I have to change all the sheets at once. Sometimes I rotate each person's bed uh, on a different day of the week. So that might be something worth considering uh, to keep it clean as you go. And the other thing I love about that is that with our Keep It Clean drops, which is simply made up of lavender, eucalyptus, tea tree and orange, then I have those in the bathrooms, I have them on the kitchen bench, I wipe my floors with these drops, I clean the toilets with these drops, I wipe my benches with these drops. Everything smells amazing all of the time. So if you can remember to do that as you go, then it's one of the best things to do for yourself as far as taking care of you and yourself and your mind so that you don't have to spend a whole damn weekend cleaning your house or catching up with the housework. So clean as you go, declutter as you go, one room or one job a day and be efficient with your time with that because we do know that a clean environment creates a clean heart, mind, body, and soul. So you may find if you're someone who's a bit untidy, just taking on this one ritual every morning may set you up for a whole beautiful day ahead of you because everything else will feel in order. And number 10, one of my favorite things to do is to make sure that I eat good food. So either breaking the fast with a beautiful, my green drink, uh, colloidal minerals, and then I might have a smoothie or I have eggs or I have um, an omelette or I find myself personally, I don't eat something usually till about mid or late morning. I do enjoy a beautiful coffee if I happen to make one. Um, I'm not addicted to it, so I don't have to have a coffee. A herbal tea is a beautiful ritual to do in the morning. But, you know, just because people say, you know, we should eat breakfast doesn't mean to say if you don't feel like breakfast that you should eat it. So you can make up with your nutrients with a beautiful big lunch or late late breakfast. Uh, You may end up finding that you just eat two meals a day, two beautiful, big, nice, healthy, nutritious meals is all that you need. And you might have a couple of snacks for the rest of the time. Of course, it's not about starving yourself. It's about quality, not necessarily quantity making sure that if you've got a beautiful space to have some herbs, that you sprinkle some fresh herbs on every meal just to get all those beautiful macronutrients and all those phytonutrients into your system. But, you know, food is such an important part of our diet, uh, sorry, of our body and health. It is our diet. Food is one of the most important things. I find it interesting that people underestimate the power of food. You know, you wouldn't put cheap petrol or not very high quality uh, fuel into a high performance Formula One engine of a car. So how do we not treat our own bodies like a Formula One car that's, you know, that's, that's got to be racing or a high quality thoroughbred, thoroughbred horse? Why would we not think that the 50 trillion cells that make up our body need really good nourishment? And I think for me, this is where the non-negotiables come in. I don't eat packaged food. I won't eat additives and preservatives. I personally made a choice many, many years ago, way before I fell pregnant, to not eat food that didn't come from nature. So it's up to you how far you want to take this. But if you think you're too busy or you don't have enough time or money to eat really well, then I want to make a suggestion to you. There are so many podcasts out there on how to grow your own garden or how to eat more uh, healthily, follow Cindy O'Meara, 
follow Steph Lowe, follow Damien Christoph, follow all the amazing nutritionists out there, follow someone like Joe Whitten from Quirky Cooking, who's got amazing recipes, Luke Hines, Pete Evans got so many amazing cookbooks. There is just a plethora of choice out there when it comes to eating healthy and well. So please don't let food make it an excuse that you cannot look after yourself of a morning. And a little bonus, a little 11, number 11, I do love to put my diffuser on every morning. It is just a ritual I've done every single day. I love to do it before everybody gets up. I love it when they wake up and go, oh, it smells so nice, mummy. Or I love it when someone wakes up and if they haven't been feeling very well, then it's a beautiful immune boosting type of oils in there so that no one else gets it. I love to set an intention as I turn on my diffuser and think about the day I'd like to create. And it's just a beautiful thing for the family to wake up to. So there you have it, 10 plus a bonus one in there. Uh, My 10 things I love to do before 10 a.m. And as I said to you, they can be done throughout the day or I might get up and get them all nailed at once. It just depends. It might sound like there's a lot in there, but once they become a part of your everyday, I can assure you that this little quick tip here for you right here, right now, could be one of the greatest self-love caring gifts you could ever give to yourself. When we get into a routine with self-care rituals like this, I can promise you the ripple effect that goes not only from you feeling better, but your beautiful family, and it ripples into your work and friend environment. It's just showing the world that you're worth it, that you actually deserve it. And as I said at the beginning, make sure you enroll your family into it. Get the kids body boosting with you. Maybe they get to choose the oils for the diffuser. Maybe they join you when you're doing your wad. Maybe they love to listen to a beautiful podcast that's designed for children or older children. One of the ways that I used to get to my teenagers is they'd wake up or in the car, they'd hear me listening to a podcast of someone that I really respected and admired. And it was just my way of slowly infiltrating and and educating them from my world as well. So guys, there's my top 10 plus one things that I love to do over morning. I'll put them in the show notes for you. You'll have links to 28 if you'd love some beautiful precious oils as a part of your ritual and there's a diffuser there, of course. Whatever brand you're using of oils, please get them out. Make sure that you're doing these lovely little daily rituals around self-care. Set yourself up with an intent. Make sure that you take the time to really invest in yourself. We know that people that do rituals like this are more happy. They're more healthy. They tend to really um, shine. They're more upbeat. They tend to have a more positive attitude. And if you're up for a little piece of that, then why would you not give yourself an opportunity to experience the top 10 plus one rituals that you can embrace every single morning? I hope you've enjoyed this week's self-love quickie and I certainly sincerely hope that if you'd love to give the show a rating, I cannot begin to tell you how much I appreciate it. I read all your comments. I'm so grateful for the five-star rating. I'm blown away by how many people are listening to this and from around the world. I just want to say thank you for tuning in. I love a new podcast. I know we all flip between podcasts and listening to different ones at different times. I just hope from my heart to yours that the tools, the tips, the interviews, and the information that I share on this podcast is all about cracking yourself open in order for you to have a beautiful regard for your own happiness and well-being. Take care, guys. Be kind. 
Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.